I remember about that trip is waking up to hearing uh, hearing you guys are talking about your wife. <laughs> Why are you naked? Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, it's the season finale! And canceled. <laughs> so what is up, guys? Season finale, it's episode 12. I'm, I'm still in shock of what I just heard, hold up. Hey, you want to do what? the ESPN intro? Look here, look here, Dana White. Look here, Dana White. You bust my Dana balls. Dana White, Bruce do not. I don't, I don't watch any of that. Oh my, oh my god. god, that's it. Yeah, thanks guys. That's the end of the episode. Uh, Sorry. There's actually an open position for three semi-grown men. We are now taking applications. Yes. Uh, what's our email? Three <laughs> STM uh, at apply Making it right now. <laughs> Oh man! No, Could you just, just imagine you just replace me? It's just some guy going, "My name is Jeff." Just the whole time, <laughs> bro. You bust my balls every week. I do an intro, I know, and then you try I, to take what I do, bro. I think that's what we're gonna roll with. Yeah, this is exactly what I did. Bro. He was doing it to bust your balls, and we're gonna keep this one in. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I could have done the uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, two more ages. I mean, well, you could have gonna do no, dude. Because last time I tried to do that, when he busted my balls for that. What's up, guys? This is uh, three semi-grown men streaming today. <laughs> oh, I mean, it could have been like my Blues Clues intro. Hey guys! Hey guys! Good to see you there. <laughs> oh, that that was awful. That was so What's bad. In the mail? <laughs> he just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. The oh studio. my god! Cease and desist. <laughs> oh, that was and fantastic. We got pulled off the air. Yeah, <laughs> and we're being sued by everyone. Oh, oh my god. Yes, Bro, could you imagine if they ever actually like if they ever actually ever listen? They're like, they stole our intro. <laughs> Steve from Blue School just shows up and breaks our ankles outside. <laughs> I think this is the best episode thus far with the intro. Thank you. It's it was all me. Was it? Bro, you didn't was know you were doing the intro until 30 seconds ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Before we hit record, he goes, he goes, is it me this week? Who is it? Who is it? Yeah. He goes, I said you. He goes, <laughs> hey, that just that just that just that just proves how how quick witted you are. Yeah, how I'm pretty I am. sure that you just been holding that one back just to make fun of Austin. I absolutely. And you, so. you're like, let's wait till season two to do it. God dang it! No, it was a sombrero power. Was it, some, dude? These sombreros are nice. I don't care what anybody got to say. I hate it. It's I making hate my it. ears hurt. So yeah. what, those of you that can't see hat. right now <laughs> is we are all in sombrero party hats. And we're enjoying ourselves. They're very it is, small. It is a well. It was either this or dinosaur party hats. It looks like Shelton did not give me an answer. You should have went to like Ella Capoco and said it was your birthday. You got a free one. I look. Is it like, like the big one? Yeah. See, Lexus has one somewhere. It's a big blue one. Seriously? I swear to God, she did for a every lot of Friday years. in Spanish class. We used to wear sombreros. That was. Who so did fun. you have for Spanish? Honeycut. I did not get to have sombreros on Fridays. Oh, it was so fun. Were you in Spanish club though? No. Oh. I remember my senior year when I was in Spanish. Um, I passed that class with a C. I did nothing. I was really good at that class, but it was because I was really good at memorization. I didn't know what the I, words meant. I just knew I what they anything. looked like when I, I wrote them down. I just remember going, uh, I was like, what is, uh, what is butter called? And she goes, why? And I was like, 
I worked at the movie theater, and I said, people come in sometimes and they don't speak English. They speak Spanish. And I was like, I want to be able to breach that, that language barrier and, you know, sir, give them the proper service they need. And uh, she was like, she was like, it's it's Montequilla, Nicholas. It's Montequilla. And I was like, oh, that's right. I said, I watched South Park. I understand that. Because they said, because Butters and South Park, there's like a whole episode of like, Montequilla, Montequilla. He becomes like a, he becomes like <laughs> that a, wasn't I, as good as Crab People. No, it wasn't. no, that one. That yeah. was that was one of the funniest moments, dude. Uh, I, I still have nightmares about you singing that. Crab people look crab like crab. <laughs> look like crab, <laughs> kiss like people. <laughs> like what the heck? Yeah, it's just it's just a crab on two legs. <laughs> I showed I showed Shelton the uh, the clip. I think I showed it to you two um, of South Park, uh, the fractured butthole. That's what the game's called. Oh my and it's spe- whole- what kind of a name is that? It's South Park. What do you expect? And there's literally a whole side mission where you to, they go to D-Mobile, which is the off-brand of T-Mobile. D-Mobile. And there's there's literally they go welcome to D-Mobile. Would you like to upgrade your package? And they're like going crazy. And they go they go the the actual workers go help us call girl help us. And then they go we're we are getting the manager. And then a humongous crab person he's like King Crab comes out. <laughs> he, go, he goes, welcome to D-Mobile. Can I have your D-Mobile customer number, please? And he just keeps screaming that the entire time you're fighting him. What's up, guys? This is the uh, South Park Fan Podcast, uh, uh, hosted by... Yours truly. Our, yeah. Our, uh, our I, I don't know what to call you at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> hosted, by the, <laughs> hosted by the Screw biggest dweeb. <laughs> Dude, I don't even. I haven't watched like a full episode of South Park since at least 2016. Hey, let me tell you something. My cousin Jordan, that I've uh-huh. mentioned a lot, literally has all 16 seasons on DVD. Well, there's what? more than 16 seasons now, so he's <laughs> yeah. a couple seasons behind. Well, I, he stopped buying them in like 2013. Mm-hmm. But I mean, literally back when I. Well, when did Hastings go out of? So oh, out, I don't know. Shout out to 2016. Okay, so yeah, 20. Yeah, 20 stopped buying them. We used to go, he used to live at Hastings, bro, but. Because I got uh, Metal Gear 5 Phantom Pain from my Hastings when I was on sale. Pain. Isn't that the one that has like an hour and a half cutscene that you can't skip? Yes, I think so. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. All I know is that was the one where I could launch my arm and punch people from a distance. <laughs> That's that was, cool. I was, like, I was like, go, go, gadget arm. <laughs> I said I could go, never... go, gadget. <laughs> <laughs> I could I mean, never get great. into Metal yeah. Gears, man. <laughs> Isn't that when Inspector Gadget over here? <laughs> Dude, I love Inspector Gadget. You know, I've was, never watched that movie fully. There was a rumor that they were going to make an Inspector Gadget game, and I said, bro, if you don't, I'm going to be mad. They never did, so I'm still mad this day. Yeah, I wake up, and I, I call him. I'm like, hey, Nick, how you doing today? He's like, I'm mad. Why you mad? Kissing my forehead. Kissing my forehead. What? <laughs> I thought I was sleep deprived. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. So, my shoulder is messed up. I usually sleep on my right side. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll turn over, and I'll have the TV going in the back, and I'll turn over and face towards Lilith and cuddle with her. And I went to do that last night, and my arm popped, and I started to cry, and Lilith just looked at me, she's like, <laughs> I said, go away, I'm okay. <laughs> I rolled back to my left, and I said, I'll be uncomfortable all night. It popped, and he cried, and Lilith goes, not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> Dude, so she is, she is literally an emotional support animal. So, Chloe can't come oh, over and cry at Dude. 
There was yeah, I didn't know that. Like I, I did not know she was an emotional support animal. And there was one night that I came over in the midst of like some real bad stuff hitting the fan, and I jumped like I walked in the door and she immediately jumped on me and she was like, "You are the biggest red flag I've ever seen," and I was like, "Oh, I did not realize I'm broken." <laughs> she would not leave him alone. No, she was mm-hmm. at my side like, the he, whole night. He, he laid up in my bed and dude, she was all over him. Oh yeah, I remember. It was the night that y'all came over. Yeah, yep. Yep. we come over. Yep. And I was like, dude, like she, she knows when something's wrong. Like, I had uh, me and Chloe got into an argument a few weeks ago. I don't remember what it was. Over. So I was probably something stupid I said, and Lilith would not leave me alone because I was really upset. I felt really bad, and she was, you know how she is. She talks. She's the most vocal dog I've ever met. See, I think it's opposite for me and my dogs. Like. Your dogs are turds. Awful. I love your. Dogs. I think I, I love am, them too. I think They're I'm turds. Max's emotional support human. Dude, I love getting your dogs riled up. Hey, dude, they're they're mean. <laughs> I'll get Max. I'll get Max going, dog. Yeah. And Caitlin gets so mad. Man, she gets fuming because he'll do something stupid that he ain't supposed to do. Austin, I get on him and smack his butt. And Caitlin goes, "Leave that poor baby alone." She'll get mad at me and, show, and, and Austin go, "He's playing with his uncle Nick. Leave him alone." Well, it's so funny because like when we're when I'm playing with the dogs, and then like they'll both try to get me, and then they'll start <laughs> fighting each other. Yeah. So like they're going, rah, 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 and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, calm down. Yeah, I love because they sound like they're going at yeah. it, bro. Max does that leg drag. So I'm gonna oh I'm gonna god, I'm gonna so talk good. about. It. So what he does is he comes from the right hand side of Marcy, mind you. Austin's dogs are both schnauzers. So he Max will come from the right side of Marcy. Grab her left back leg, pull it under her body, and drag her. <laughs> yeah. he, I mean, I was, I was like, this dog is hateful. He's not He's not playing. He's going out to kill this dog. <laughs> and it is the funniest thing. And Caitlin, dude, she's, she, I love Katie. But she goes, what are you doing? Leave her alone. She, she gets so defensive over Marcy. Like, that yeah. is her baby. That is her baby. Because I remember when Marcy uh, ran away. Dude, Kate was so distraught. And uh Austin was like, It's okay, baby, don't worry. We'll get we'll get him we'll get her back. Yeah. I think you said Max was also pretty messed up, wasn't he? Yeah. Max, Max runs was, away like crazy, bro. Yeah, Max which that got fixed when we got him cut. Like when we got him really? snipped. So that like he'll still go in that next in that next lot over, but where it's where you can see him. But when Marcy ran away, he was like Looking out in the window, like yipping. Oh, because his, his best friend was gone. Yeah, I mean, like he was really, really messed up. It Aww. was so crazy because so my nephew Zayden come over, and we don't really get to see him a whole lot, so we right. try to get him as often as we can. And uh, I was fixing my truck, and I was working on it, and um, he had come outside, and Marcy had come out with him. We didn't know she had come out. She was sniffing around in the yard, and when we went inside to go eat. Um, she didn't come like we didn't know she was out there, and so uh, we leave. To, it was so it was so ironic. Me and Caitlin leave to go buy them sweaters because it's in the middle of winter, right? And then when we come back, it's just Marcy or it's just Max, and we're like, "Oh my God, where's Marcy?" She had walked like a, she had met a friend when she had ran off before, and she had went to play with the friend. She had wiggled her way into the fence, and she couldn't get out. Oh, and so she was girl. stuck at the corner of that fence she was trying right. to get out of, and she just panicked. She, the, when they posted her on Facebook, they said that um, she was shivering because she was because she was just trying to figure out where to go. She couldn't get out. Oh, it was it was bad. I love your dogs. 
We had a, when I was real little, we had a dog named Baxter and a dog named Popcorn. We got them from the same guy. Yeah. Um, and so Grammy and Pappy had Popcorn and we had Baxter. We had to change his name to Bax because as a little kid, I couldn't pronounce that X. Oh. <laughs> and so he got turned, his name got changed to Bax real fast. <laughs> but they were brothers. And uh, any time that like we would take Bax over to Grammy's or uh, Grammy or popcorn over to our house. There's a gravel road my Grammy lives on. As soon as we would hit that gravel off the highway, Bax would go crazy because he knew that was like his brother, and they loved each other. He would just go crazy. They would have the best time together. But it only happened like he was perfectly calm, calm and good like in the car until we got on that gravel road. And the same thing with uh, popcorn. Whenever they got onto the road that you know yeah. we lived on, they would just go crazy. See, Lilith goes crazy. Like, she gets super excited when Chloe, because she's like, Mom's here, Mom's here. Right. But, bro, when you walk up in that house, Austin, no offense to you, that dog don't like you as much as she likes Shelton. <laughs> Lilith goes well, she don't, crazy. Well, she, she don't know me as much as she knows Shelton. Well, I mean, truthfully, like, Shelton came over a few times. Yeah, I didn't Silverwood. come over much. But, but those initial interactions is, right. is well, what will put his, like, her, she'll know him more than she'll know Bro, me she just gets, for a couple. She gets more excited when he shows up than when Chloe shows up. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Dylan was over more than you were, and yeah. she didn't go that crazy for him. I think she can tell our connection. That might be what it is. But, dude, she gets so... She gets the zoomies in, like, point zero 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 one yeah. second. Like, he steps in that door, and he goes, lit, and she... She just goes crazy all up in that house. Yeah. Up and down the stairs, crazy. all around the couch. And, I mean, she just she just loves you to death. And I love that. Cause I'm I like, love bro, that dog, bro. I was like, if I, if, I, if I go out of town or something, I said, I know Shelton's got her. Yeah. Like, she'll be like, she'll walk up in there, she'll, she'll get her exercise in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, she will definitely not be bored when I'm there. But, I mean, I, I just love it. Uh, Chloe's dog, Luna... I should, I guess, I should say our dog because they're both our dogs. Uh, Luna is, she's a sweetheart, but she's really dumb. I'm a, she's really like she doesn't understand things. She thinks she's like, like Lilith size. Right. She doesn't think she's a big dog. Uh, that that's how Tyson is. That dog's fat. Yes, Tyson, Tyson thinks, Tyson that he's thinks a he. Tyson thinks he's dog. max size. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you're, you're six foot tall and dog. Bro, I mean, Tyson loves me. I'm one of the only people in that house that can love on him because I'm not allergic to him. Yeah. Yeah. Real bad. He does have eczema real bad. It's really cute because, like, you know, (laughs) homie's got eczema. It's cute. TJ has a little bit of eczema on him. So then Tyson does. It's just real cute that they got a dog with eczema (laughs) that can relate to their kids. He's like, man, I itch. Help. I saw that the other day, bro. With they, me. they call it playing his guitar when he gets that back leg. He gets oh. his bottom leg. He gets his bottom leg. He'll start scratching yeah. right here. It looks like he's playing guitar. <laughs> we, uh, so with me delivering, I, I meet a lot of pets now. Um, and I was delivering to a gentleman the other day, and a three-legged dog ran out and met me. And I was like, you are the sweetest thing. Well, I go around the side of the shop, and the guy is also, you know, he's an amputee, he's got a prosthetic leg on, and he goes, three-legged dog and a one-legged human, we're just a, a rowdy bunch over here, and I was like, 
That is adorable. That's dope. Oh, yeah. That's that dope. very sweet. Well, they say that your dogs like speak volumes about you. Like they will match your personality. Like yeah, absolutely. Like Max is wild and dumb, and you know that Mac that matches Katie really. No. <laughs> I, why, are you, listen. why are you hating on her and she's not here to defend herself? That was a perfect time to take a jab at Austin. Yeah, but no, no, no. You already took a jab at Austin. But let me let me say, bro, the moment I got Max, I told Caitlin that she is Max. I've said that to her. Really? I yes. said Max is you and dog. This man, dude, he was laying in bed the other day and rolled over and fell off the bed. I said, that is Caitlin. Dude, he, I, said, I had Chewy do that once. I was like, bro, he was sitting there playing the other day, and he was doing that little thing where he swings his head yeah. and hits his head on the fridge. <laughs> I'm like, that is Caitlin. Well, see, and the reason I said what I said is because me and Austin have had this conversation at least eight times <laughs> least. about Max is Caitlin. I, I swear to God. And Marcy, Marcy is Austin. Real chill, don't really care. Like, Yeah. It's so funny, bro, because, like, when you see the two, like, it's it's a visual. It is a dog representation of me and my wife. Yeah. Well, then you think about, like, Lilith. She, I have I have my scraggly beard when it's not – I don't get – and Lilith has a scraggly beard. Poor Max. He can't grow a mustache shave his life. I mean, <laughs> he looks like me there. Yeah. Dude, like, Lilith <laughs> is, like – she has a full-grown beard. I have to go get her – I need to go get her trimmed. I, I got to get my dog's trimmed, too. But she, she is literally me. She gets excited when she sees the people she loves – but then when she's alone, like I'll put it like this: when I leave the apartment, she does not she does not leave the spot she's in when I leave. Like if I give her food and water, it's not touched until I come home. Like she sits Marcy's on the couch fat. She in that one spot. Yeah, but she I, fi- I figured this out. She is. I have found her in Marcy's four different places. Such a little chunk. She's she like a little is. corn dog. She is. <laughs> She's a walking corn dog. Those little mini dog. corn dogs you got in school. She's <laughs> a little chunk. I know. I love those things. Hey, right, let me tell you something. <laughs> I didn't say they were bad. Gosh, I, I'm just saying I love them things. Stop being offended. My word. I'm saying I love them things. I'm over here looking at Austin talking about his little chunky dog, and I look over and he goes, give me the desert. He, he said, I love, yeah, I love them things. <laughs> Bro, I'm just saying. Gosh. We didn't touch on that subject. I just want to say I love. I feel thing. like we need to have like an intervention. Yeah, here. Dude, what's going like, on what's here? Wrong? What do you mean? We you got so, real, you got real hostile. That. All it's of a sudden, bursitis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Real quick story: When me and my wife were getting married, so my mother-in-law has bursitis in her hand, and uh, she was zipping up my wife's dress, and uh, she said, <laughs> "She goes." Caitlin, I can't zip up your dress. She goes, Mom, you gotta zip it up. She goes, I can't. My precise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I swear, that. if my mom stabs me with my boutonniere, that's what I'm afraid of. When mom does mine too. I had my mom tie my tie because I was worried about that. Mom like the picture we a, have is not yeah. my boutonniere. She's fixing my tie. Mom has a really good. She's really steady with her hand, and she's worked with needles before. I don't think it'll be an issue. But I just keep thinking about it because, like, if you get stabbed with a boutonniere, they don't just, like, accidentally prick you. Usually they jab oh, that they jab in you. there, and you're like, oh. Well, see, and I hate needles already. So, like, mm, you're and I know that. you're listening, Mom. She is. So be careful. Yeah, please. Or whenever you're fixing his tie, don't choke him with it. No, I hate I hate the feeling of ties on my neck. Well, you got to wear one. So. You gotta I wear know one, I yeah. do, and Alexis is making me wear ties to church now. But I just, she's, if it weren't Hold her, up, hold up. We're going to, she's making you? Well, you know, whenever she asks, I do it. So she's, okay. not, she's okay. not telling me I have to do okay. it. Okay. I was going to say that. Now, that's two different things. She says, man. well, I don't want to do it, but she asks, and that's my rule, is if you demand me, if, if she, if I woke up in the morning, she was like, hey, 
wear a tie with this, then I would be like, absolutely not. But if she's like, hey, will you wear a tie? See. Even if she said it rude, will you wear a tie? Like, no, no. we'll have a conversation about it because what, what's with the attitude? What's with the t- Yeah, 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 but for sure. But if you ask, I will do it. Yeah, I feel See, that. are women, I'm, they're, they're both in the house, so I'm going to say this very quietly. Oh, they're yours, still here? Yours isn't. Yeah. Yeah, no, she no, she no, she walked out the door. She stepped outside. Oh, did she? Yeah, forever oh, I ago. Didn't, I didn't see that. My bad. Um, I think it's they got a wedding to go to, bro. Yeah. What time's the wedding? I don't know. Twelve thirty. Oh, they've been gone then. Where's it at? Who's getting married? Did she leave? Uh, it's it's one. It's somebody that Chloe worked with. Oh, it's at one. Um, but so both of our women, being as short as they are, they have a they have a two that is unparalleled to anything. Have you noticed that? Like, Chloe... I'm just glad that toot is no longer directed towards me. Oh, is it not? No. no. Like, Usually think, if she's I think upset, the longer me and my something wife are married. Else. I think the longer me and my wife are married, the more that that toot is pointed towards really? me. Really? Yeah, <laughs> dude, so. you guys say something and she'll even go, Boy, Bro, the way y'all talk to each other, I sometimes I'm fighting. like, Yes. I think they're yes. fighting. I'm like, I looked at Chloe. I said, I said, we gotta go. We gotta, we gotta get out. She goes, well, I said, because Dawson's about to lose this fight. <laughs> yeah, and I can't, man. Except I'm for like, in the pool, other day, I'm almost like, like this. But when you picked her up and you slammed her in the pool like Batista bomb style, that was funny, bro. That because was so like, Kate will pop off and you'll pop off right back. Hi, bro. Let me tell you something. I'm just gonna tell you right now that ain't my, that ain't me. If if Alexis popped off at me, I'd be like, "What's wrong? What did I do?" Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh yeah, no. I, listen. Unless I'm in a mood, then I look at her and go, "I go say it again." No, I try really not. I try listen, really hard not to be. If that y'all way. know me, I'm not confrontational, yeah. but I try really hard not to. Right. Be. I try. I, that's one thing that I work on. Like I do not. If want there's to be confrontation, I have to have like a weeks in advance to get prepared for. And me. but man, there are just certain things that like. The way somebody says something to me, or like what you say to me, like the context of what you're saying, yeah. sometimes just flies all over me. Like, and I think I get that from my mom, which I know you're listening. It is absolutely your fault. Um, yeah, boy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yep. Yep. Your mom taught you a lot of great hey, things. Go she listen to episode not... one through eleven. You will yeah. hear all of them. Your mom taught you a lot of great things. She did. She did not teach you or your sister how to hide how you feel in your face. No. Now. Y'all heading out? Okay. Peace out, girls. I love you, baby. I'll just pretend to hug my wife while she's here. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Love you, sis. Y'all be safe. Let me know when you'll get to the venue. We will. We gotta, I gotta get her changed first. Shout out to Lexus and Chloe live on love the y'all. podcast. Say <laughs> y'all. Love y'all. Again, we always say it. We're the realest podcast you will ever listen to. Man, I love I love this setting. First off, we are not in like our usual studio. We're, we're at my studio. house this time. We're doing a, a long D and D session, um, so we're just having it at my house. Yeah. But there's a podcast I listen to, and this is a free shout out. I freaking love this podcast. I will live, die, and breathe on this hill. Or that's not how it goes, but you know. Yeah. I, mean. I will live and die on this hill. The basement with Tim Ross. So good. So oh my oh gosh! Good. If you are looking for a spiritual podcast to encourage you and challenge you and broaden your horizons and, and change your perception or show a new perception, go listen to this podcast. And they do it the same way. They are very real. If something's going to happen in life, you know, if the girls got to come, they got to leave. Lilith, we have Lilith in the studio just about every episode. She's our mascot now. That's just, that's just life. Yeah. Like, I'm not, we're not trying to edit out life. 
our editors don't like to work, so you know we try to cut as little as possible. Yeah. So that's man. It's we've said it from the beginning. We want this. We want you guys to to experience life with us. Yeah. And so whatever that is, whatever that includes, I mean, you're right there with us. I mean, thus far, I think out of the eleven episodes, not counting this one we recorded, I think maybe fifteen minutes out of. All yeah, we haven't even cut out enough to like make another episode. Yeah, no, no, I mean, there's because we want you guys to get the full experience of everything that goes on. All the noises, the dog chewing, the the opening doors, us telling our loved ones by. I mean, that's so, who we are. It's what we do. Yeah. With that, you know, this is the season finale. Yes, it is. This is the celebration of season one. Man, crazy. Man, what are your what have been six your months? Fav- six months. Six months of our life like, has been this into this. Been, this is probably, and I know this sounds funny, like everybody says this, but this has been a really fun six months. Of it has. Life. It has been, been extremely fun. Cathartic. Like, I have really enjoyed it. But what have your favorite moments been? I mean, I know several of us have some of the same. Like, the one that lives in my brain rent-free, and I think about it often enough at work, is, man, I look like Sacagawea. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that at least twice a oh, week, man. and and oh, I can flash back God. to the image of you all bundled up. That's That is my favorite episode. Just hands down, from start to finish, we were freezing to death. But just the context of it—it it was like, a really good, yeah. The that content. was one of the best days of my life. So and that episode so was that episode just holds a special so place e- for me. Episode six was three, three frozen. Yes, three, three, fro- semi, yeah. three semi-frozen men. Yes, or and so, like so yeah, frozen something. Yes, yeah, semi wasn't frozen. Yeah, frozen number three, I think, is what it was called. Something uh, like that. I don't remember, but that episode was special because that was the episode the Shelton got engaged. Yes, we yeah. recorded that morning. And it was so funny because I remember we was trying to be so quiet. Bro, and they <laughs> couldn't hear freezing. nothing anyways. Yeah. They was like, we didn't know y'all was out there. <laughs> we heard them cackling. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it got picked up on the mic. I'm not well, for certain. I, I well, remember, I, but... I remember Nick goes, bro, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're having a time in there. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that whole. That whole episode was just That whole fun. episode, that whole day. Grandma's, what was it? Did grandma's ever, place? Grandma's, uh, grandma's, yeah, grandma's, yeah. grandma's house. Grandma's house. Oh, did we ever tell them about the trip? Like the drive to the location. Yeah, it was rough and awful. Yeah, we, no, we dummy. Whenever she played the song. Oh no! No. no. So <laughs> we are we are driving. I, well, I am driving, right? We're, we're all this, back there steering. We're in a yeah. what, was it eight seater? <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, so um, we're in an eight seater SUV. One, two, three, four, five, Not six. Eight. No, it was eight because there was two in the middle. Two in the okay, two in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're in an eight-seater vehicle, and uh, I'm driving. We're driving through just hills, windy hills, all over the place, and we're getting to the point where we're in no man's land, and our cell signal is cutting in and out. Well, Alexis was sitting in the front seat with me. She was the DJ. Awful. And so we finally got cell signal after listening to. Um, Fortunate son, fourteen times. Sure did. That was good though. I was like, I was like, I was like <laughs> around all the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and uh, she plays uh, "Marry You" by Bruno Mars, and my heart sinks. I look in the rearview mirror and lock eyes with Caitlin, and we're both like, "She knows. She knows. She freaking." Chloe knows. tapped me, and in my head, I'm like, "We're made." And I just, I was trying real hard not to squeeze her hand, but my hand started death gripping the steering wheel, and I was like, are you kidding me? I looked at Caitlin, and I go, did you tell her? She said, I didn't say anything. I said, did Chloe tell her? She said, I don't think so. I said, what are we going to do? Dude, we, like, we kept, oh, she knows. It was three and a half minutes of just terror. <laughs> I was like, 
and it was so funny because you've seen everybody in the back seat get so uncomfortable. We got trying tense. to sing because yep. she's up there just singing, and, and we're, we're all, all like, we're all I was, I looked at the window and I was like, well, it's a great trip for nothing. Yep. Longest four hours for nothing. Yep. And so then we get like two miles out, and I didn't know this at the time, but I was told afterwards. Um, you get about two miles out, and then it hits just like how close we are. Like I'm starting to really like. Like not, we're walking up to the place. Yes. Yeah. Like well, this is when we were driving. Oh, okay. Because uh, we're about two miles out, and my hands start sweating, and I don't have sweaty hands. Like, and I've tried real hard to keep my cool, but it starts to hit. This is real. Oh my god, I'm about yeah. to. What if she says no? Like, and so we get there, and I'm still trying to keep my cool. You know. Counting to ten, happy place, all of it. At praying to God, like, give me peace, come on. I've just <laughs> got to make it, like, ten more minutes. Yeah. Uh, so everything went great. And then we're driving back after the photo shoot, and she's got the ring on. We're all freaking out. We called everybody. Um, and she's like, I said, well, did you have any idea? And she goes, no, not until about, like, the last two miles. And I was like, What? And she goes, yeah, your hands started getting sweaty, and I figured there was something going on, but I didn't know. God damn I just thought. Oh, my God. And so she didn't know during the, the marry you. Like, she just played that randomly, but my sweaty hands almost gave <laughs> it away. That day, when we were driving there, I looked up at Shelton, and we talked about it on episode seven. Mine and Shelton's bond is, like, I, I believe that, you know, you're, you, and your, like, you and your wife are soulmates, but you can have an additional soulmate as like that could be a friend, it could be a dog. Yeah, platonic soulmates. There's platonic Shelton and romantic. Is my platonic soulmate. Okay. And so I look up to him in the mirror, and he locks eyes with me. I go, "I'm proud of you," and I start choking up and I start to cry. Yeah. And I could see in his eyes that I don't I don't know if they were watering up, but you looked like you wanted to cry. I couldn't cry because I was in the front seat. It would have given something away. And so yes, him, there were tears watering. I but said then I had I, to look at the I hill said, and be I like, I could you. kill us all right now. I said I love you, and he goes, I love you too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I I looked at Chloe and, I, and she did she she looked at me and I looked I looked at the window and she she cuddled up. And she goes, You're gonna give it away. <laughs> <laughs> she was to get on because I'm in the back seat crying. But I'm the, also still mad about that trip because I couldn't play my stupid freaking Nintendo Switch. The only thing about that trip and that I remember is Chloe going, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> what I remember about that trip is waking up to hearing uh, hearing you guys are talking about your wife. Why are you naked? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I forgot about that. I don't know. I thought it would help. <laughs> Oh and then God. the fact that my head was pounding, <laughs> and you guys were like, That's "Oh, dude, good. you were flopping all over the car." And Chloe, <laughs> Chloe was, said, "That's I was what doing I remember that. from the trip is me taking a turn and hearing thud, <laughs> thud." Here's thud. what I'm trying to figure out: Why did it take my fiance 20 minutes to put a pillow between me and the window? She goes, oh, no, bro. she goes, well, it was so hard, you know. It was, it was, it was time. I thought, you, I thought you was gonna have brain damage when you done. I'm talking about you was going. Dude, my head you was smacking hard. pounding. Oh. And then we get out the car, and I'm going to put it like this, okay? That and food every... wasn't good either. No. No. We're talking about that, that one place. That, that one place spread. we ate. No, uh, that barbecue place was okay. No, the I'm one t- we ate that night. That, yeah, at night. Oh, I went with Popeye's. Yeah, it wasn't good. But so we get to Grandma's house, and I remember this distinctly. Everybody wanted to get out the car. I said, hold up. I said, anybody else watch scary movies? I said, a bunch of white teenage kids up in the mountains <laughs> getting out the car. Hold up. 
and like you get out and you get out. I'm in I'm in the car with all three of our women. You realize there was only two teenagers there, right? Okay, shut up. We were uh, all old. <laughs> so we're sitting there. You two get out the car, and your wife goes, "I want to get out," and gets out, and I'm like, "What if they just got at?" I said, what if somebody just killed him up? You gonna get out and go look? <laughs> so we, we all get we out. We didn't have flashlights, knives, nothing. We were we, screwed. We all get out the car and everybody's like, hmm, what's going on? Everybody starts wandering in circles, looking around. I'm like, what are y'all doing, stupid? Get up here. Bro, it was so dark. It was scary. I literally. Like, it was so dark. Dude, that basement. That basement was freaky, that was bro. Freaky, well, we bro. look out into the we look out into the back ways. We should go. We should go back that no. way and say at Grandma's house just for just for uh, just for fun. Well, yeah. um, like, just for the nostalgia. Just to see hey. if the basement's finished by the time we get We back. should. Oh Grandma, my God! We should take our kids to Grandma's house. Grandma, if you are listening, because I did put a free plug in the book, and you did say that you would listen. So if you have listened. We really enjoyed our stay. Yes, it really it was wonderful. It was just scary. It was, just scary. It was very at night. scary at night. Yeah. And what I if love, if you add just a few more lights, it'll be great. We go back, and she's got one of those lights they have at the, the football fields, just a massive <laughs> dome light. <laughs> but so we look out in the field. Like mind you, Shelton's up there fiddling, trying to get 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 the key out so we can get in. And I look out into stupid. the. Mind yeah. you, they had me. because we're all idiots. Yeah. Me and your fiance were at the back of the line. I was like, dude, if something gets me, I said she's getting drug out in the woods. She's on her own. I look out to the I look out to the woods and go, Ugh! and all of you jumped. <laughs> 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 when he made that noise, I was like, dude, I think Caitlin peed herself. You should have walked out and done that screech from the forest that you randomly hear. Just like, yeah. And at that moment in time, I would have just like full on four le- like on hands and feet, <laughs> sprinted out into the field. Hey, let like, me let me tell let me tell you what we used to do. So like when we used to scare like our friends and stuff. What we would do is we, we'd be walking with them, and we would turn around and go, "Oh!" and take off running real yeah, fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, make people, and you wouldn't believe the expressions that I've seen. I've had somebody go, "Oh!" and take off running because they really thought somebody was behind us. I feel like this: if you see me running, you better run too, because yeah. I do not run. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking great. there is there was one moment of season one that I really enjoyed. But no one knows about, and that was our official, like, sneak preview peek. episode. Our, our oh first yeah, pilot. the one that the audio cut out. Our on. very first sneak peek. Bro, I don't even remember that. Well, that was I when you told you... the story of your mama running into Sonic. Yeah, I thought I told that. You like, did, but we, I made you retell you it. Made me yeah. Retell it. Oh, and there okay. Was, there were stories about forklifting on there that I had, like how I got how I got uh, my license, license taken away. Yeah. I do remember that. I don't think that was on the. That was on that, the original sneak peek. That was on. Yes. Was it? Because yeah, we talked about story. <laughs> I've, made the door. Bro, I've made references to that, thinking that it was in the first episode. No, that nobody was, knows what nobody I was talking knows. about. Okay, oh so gosh. I guess I get to tell the story wow. then. Huh? Yeah. So, I was a material handler at my current company for a little while. And I've driven forklifts for years. I hate you so much. <laughs> so I drove forklifts for a while. Yeah. So I'm in paint. I'm taking out these parts to South Building, which is our other branch where they build bigger machines for paving. And mind you, I'm watch. I've seen two forklifts coming in out of these doors. You know, the same forklift I'm about to get on go out that door. There's some little dude, little, little old dude on a street sweeper driving around, cleaning the back. I have no clue why he's back there. There's at least. 25 people walking around. Shouldn't yeah. be this many people. I hop up on a forklift. They go, okay, we need this taking up the south building. I'm like, cool, whatever. I start backing up, and you got to raise it, raise it up because you don't want the load scraping when you're going downhill. 
because it'll tear off that powder coat and they're gonna have to repaint it. So I pick it up and my mass on my forklift catches that door, it's a roll up door, by about three inches. And as I'm backing down this hill, it is pulling the door outwards. <laughs> like it is pulling it off. And I'm like, oh my God. And when I hear it, I hit my my, uh, my clutch. I don't hit the brakes because the brakes don't usually work well on the forklifts. I put it forward and I just sit there. And I'm just punching the horn because I'm so mad. I'm like, why is the door not all the way up? I said, how did two other forklifts coming out of this door? I was embarrassed. I was mad. I drive up in there. The first thing that somebody says, man, you think you can pee clean? I said, yes, I can pee clean. He goes, huh, let's hope you do. They call my boss back there. They call like eight different managers back there. They're all standing around in a circle. Yep, yep, yep. Look for the doors. Yep. Forklift, forklift, forklift. I don't know. They're, they're just all over there mumbling. My boss walks up. And he goes, hey, did you get off the forklift? I'm like, okay. He goes, and uh, don't need you get back on one for a while. I'm like, well, looks like I'm getting fired. Because my whole job is forklifting. Right. I said, I'm not about to pallet jack this stuff and walk it out there. Because a drive from the main plant to that building is like three minutes. So imagine me pulling this stuff on a pallet jack. Yeah. It's going to take a minute. So I get off that, and the next morning i got to come in and talk to uh, the safety and compliance manager, which I love. I love Miss Susie. She's, she's so sweet. Um, and she has me retake this test for my forklift certification, and I pass it with flying colors. And then she goes, I want you to come watch something. So we come in there to watch the video of me hitting this door. She goes, why is that forklift there? She goes, why is that forklift there? She goes, why is, she goes, what is this little old dude doing? She goes, why is he sweeping at 135? <laughs> she goes, why are there so many people walking through? She goes, what is happening back here? She goes, this is a mess, Nicholas. She goes, you did just fine. She goes, the only thing you didn't do was look up. Because I was like looking around. I had so many pedestrians. Like, because if you hit somebody on a forklift, dude, you're fired. You're suspended. Yeah, it's done-so. Oh, dang. So I'm, like, paying attention to all these people. Charges pressed. The I'm home. watching these other two forklifts. I'm watching this street sweeper. And she goes, so your license reinstated. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. But the thing is, the first time I told this was way more funny because it had just happened. <laughs> yeah, for like the, It happened, like, a week ago. It happened, <laughs> it happened though. It happened, like... Four days. Yeah. It happened it, like that Tuesday. It happened that morning. <laughs> it happened on a Tuesday. And I got my license back on that Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday. And uh, yeah, that was that was that was rough. That's hilarious. And bro. Shelton, you told the story of uh, how you dang near took out your dad's house with your car. Oh my god! Oh my yes. Gosh. Oh my yes. The you gave a new definition to raise the roof. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Dude, oh my I, so I had a I had a car. It was my well, it was my first car. Um. And I was driving into my dad's parking lot and our driveway. So when they built the house, the contractor was super shady. And he would take, they have rebar in the, like the concrete for the parking, or for the driveways. And whenever they went to do inspections, he would put that rebar in there for the inspection and then immediately take it out when the person left and put it in the next one. So there's actually no rebar in that, in that driveway. Which is why, after like the first few years, it broke in the middle. And I mean, you got guys that have been huge there. Gap, it's got that yeah. huge gap. They've actually fixed it now, but it used to have a really bad that gap. That real big dip. Uh-huh. Okay, and I, I had that, a low yep. riding car. Yep. And so, like, it would scratch the bottom of my car so bad. So I would go off, to, cut off to the right a little bit, and park like halfway in the grass, halfway in the driveway. Well, I had done this, and I was trying to like straighten up, and I needed to back up, but I forgot to put it in reverse. 
Or no, no, no. I was pulling in and I went to brake, but I like my foot slipped off the brake and hit the gas. That's yeah. what happened. And so I hit the gas, and when I do, we had these we had these white uh, like real yeah white columns. I look like the Colosseum columns, Colosseum columns, um, and they're made out of like some really light metal with uh, some like that aluminum stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just to hold up the the roof because we had a uh, our roof kind of came over our driveway a little bit to like a carport. Yeah, to enclose it a little bit. Okay. Um, and I'd hit that. <laughs> I'd hit that column and it freaking flew, dude. <laughs> I hit it and it was like boom, <laughs> way out there. Um, and so I call my dad and I'm like, Hey, dad, um, I hit one of the pillars that holds up the house. And he's like, What? He took a breath and he goes, all right, we'll fix it when we get home. So he gets home. He doesn't even have anything to say to me. I come out and I'm like, hey, Dad, what are we going to do? He looks at it, puts his hands on his hips in that dad fashion. He goes, let me go find a board. <laughs> he put so, a four by four up there, dude. Yeah, he put a four by four and we had to use. He said a jack. We had to use a car jack. <laughs> To jack up this four by four. Oh my god! Oh my gosh, dude! It was... I remember that that whole episode. It, like I, I, I look at you, I said, that takes raising the roof to a whole new level. And then when your mom drove into drove Sonic, Sonic, I said, yeah. I guess that takes a drive through to a whole uh, brings a new meaning to drive through. Bro, I remember you said that your foot slipped off the gas. And that reminded me when I was first learning to drive. My dad lived out in Lay. For my grandparents, did my right. dad was out there. And um, my other uncle had built, like, a little horse. I called it a horse ring. Mm-hmm. It's where you, like, swing the rope, makes them run in circles. You know right. what I'm talking about? Um, so my dad was like, hey, jump in the truck. I'll let you drive out to this fence. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, no problem. So I had cut I'd cut the corner too sharp, so I was a little too close to the shed. Yeah. So he had jumped in, backed it up, got me further away, and he had got it to where literally all I had to do was go straight. I had to put it in drive oh, and go no. straight. Well, I didn't understand the Prindle system, the park, revo- God park reverse, neutral, drive, all that. Didn't know what any of that stuff meant. So he said, put it in drive and go. Well, I've only ever seen my dad go down one time. <laughs> and so I went, boom, boom, <laughs> and straight back into the horse ring. I'm talking about I scraped the entire driver's side oh. of my dad's truck up. He was so mad at me. It was my grandpa's like farm truck that he drove to work, and uh, he comes home from work one day and he goes, "Oh my God, what'd you do to my truck?" My dad goes, "Dad, somebody hit me at work." Oh, because <laughs> he didn't want to tell him I did it. That's so sweet. Also, when you said Prindle, all I could think about was the sweet life. That <laughs> and, and, and you, Miss Brown goes, "Would you like to listen to M or V?" <laughs> Um, yes. And you know what's funny? That story you just told, you told that on the first pilot. Did I? I yes. didn't know that. I don't Dude, think so. I've I, never heard that. I've heard it. I remember. I don't think you told us the your dad lied to your grandpa. Oh, yeah. He did, he did lie to him. But I remember. Like, I thought oh, we had to put WD 40 in the door oh, stove when it comes out. <laughs> I'm talking about, bro, the whole, like, the driver's side yeah. door was, like, in cave. So, like, you know how you got that big, like, swing fence? Yeah. I mean, I broke it on the inside. I mean, oh, I did. I did took, really bad damage to that truck. The first time I drove, Grammy was like, "You want to drive?" And I was like, "Oh, okay." And so she pulls over into uh, our school's little primary school, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm in that 
parking lot's got a pretty large parking lot. That thing's confusing if you don't know how to drive in it. Yeah, well, we were just in that big area. Right so there like, by the, oh, okay, Yeah, okay, like yeah. the parking lot. So I could do, like, circles or whatever. Um, and so she's like, put it in reverse. So I put it in reverse. And I reverse out of the parking spot. Um, and then she's like, all right, put it in drive. And I did not stop. <gasps> and so I was going slow enough that it didn't do any damage, but it made a... It, that you could hear the gears. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, next time, make sure to stop. And so I drive, and I'm doing a circle, and then I run the curb. And she was like, all right, all right, all right. Get out. <laughs> and so... Well, yeah, I've heard the story first time Lexus ever drove. Yeah, but tell them that they haven't. Oh, that is, okay, so another grandpa story. We are in Pine Bluff. Lexus is this the fence story? Yes. So, I, I neg her so much about that. So, I love this story. Lexus is like eight or nine years old, and at this point in time, all the grandkids know how to drive, sat in the lap, done the stair, and that yeah. kind of thing. And they had moved off, so Lexus really didn't do that a whole lot. And right. so, she, he looks at her and says, hey, you know how to drive? Yeah, I know <laughs> how to drive. He said, all right, um, let me go open the fence. You just pull in go. She said, okay, cool. <laughs> so, it's Lexus in the front seat. Or Lex in the driver's seat, Nana's in the front seat, me, Lydia, Michael, my three cut, my two cousins. Right. And so we're sitting there, and Lexus gets in the truck like this. He opens the fence. He goes. He goes drive, and she goes <laughs> straight into the fence. <laughs> goes, Every time we pass a fence, I'm like, "Be careful, babe." He goes. I, I know you see red, but he said, "I thought you knew how to drive." She said, "I did." <laughs> <laughs> have, have we ever told the story about the time that we had the sheriff deputy behind me and you? Dude, we've told no, a lot. we haven't. We've told that a lot. happened like a couple weeks ago. So I'll put it out like this. I'm still learning how to drive. Yes. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not embarrassed because it happens. Jay, Jay's, Jay yeah. was in the same boat for a while. But so Chloe. It is only really southern states that it's like. Yeah, we've talked about, like we, now we have talked north, about that before. Yeah, the further not, north it, you go. It's only, it's only weird because you're from the south. Yeah. But like you were saying. I had a friend in, uh, when I lived in New Jersey who was like 25. And still never had his, a license. Got no his permit, license nothing. while I was there. Yeah, so. so I mean, that's, it's only weird because you're around here. But like, Chloe, Chloe's taking me driving and you know, I know how to drive. One, I drive forklifts at work. The only difference between a forklift and a car is the car steers from the front, forklifts from the rear. And That would confuse me. Well, I when I drive a it's car, it's just the the way that it turns. But at the oh. same time, when I do, like I drive, a, we have an airport caddy at work, drives just like a car, but I have to turn super wide with it because it turns like a bus. Yeah. Um. But so I Chloe, Chloe had been teaching me stuff. Uh, you know, she's taking me driving, which I've been driving before when I was younger. Um. And I, Chloe is a decent teacher. She doesn't stay calm. She reaches across and grabs the wheel, and she gets. Well, oh, well, she calls, does she gets throat. she gets excited. I said, "No, you're yelling." Caitlin has a really bad thing when she gets scared. Her first reaction is to like push the steering wheel. So the other night, something had happened. Oh, I was trying to get my GPS to work, and so like I have my I drive left-handed, and there's a car that was like scooting over to me, and I'm in the far lane. So like if she would have jerked me, would have went off the road. Right. And so I'm driving, and she goes to push like the steering wheel towards the car like to signal them to get over and I'm like no you you can't do that like you cannot push the steering wheel I was like when I'm driving don't touch I was like cut your hands off like I don't need them in my vicinity right. at all yeah because yeah. like you for real like do oh, damage yeah. you'll do even worse damage if you do that last night this was not that um 
but we were driving through driving through Memphis, um, and it gets a little hectic right there on that four lane, um, and it was rush hour, so people were driving stupid. And um, Alexis reached back. She had her bag in the back of the car. She reached back to grab that and just it it's, threw off it's, my focus. Hits her in the head. No, she didn't hit me in the head or anything seen, like that. You ever seen those videos where they do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she threw off my focus for a second, and there were some really stupid drivers. And I, I, I had to take a breath, but I was really almost like, sit down. Dude, we was driving. <laughs> we I, was, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even yeah. say anything to her because it was just my focus. But like for a second there, I was like. You're going to get us both killed. <laughs> we were driving back home from camp, and there was a Charger that was like... Dude. Fa- I'm talking about, like, come this far from hitting... Or this close to hitting us, because he was swerving in and out of traffic, going like 100 miles an hour. Oh, he was flying. Flew did past you, us. Did you see him? I'm talking about, dude, it was scary, because, like, he got, like, two cars ahead of us, like, swerving between a couple semis, and, like, had to slam on his brakes to get over in the next lane, and then come, like, two feet from hitting him in the wall. I mean, was driving extremely dangerously. Well, see, I don't drive yeah. like that. Shelton can attest, I'm not a horrible driver, but I'm by far, I'm not I'm not that good of a driver either. You you drive by the books, which is how everybody starts. Yeah. Well, so you we learn were, you learn your own tips and tricks. The longer well, we were drive. driving, speed limit's forty five. He's driving forty five. In two years, that'll go. You'll that'll go up go to forty eight, and then fifty, and then you're you driving eighty to forty. <laughs> well, and then we hey, ninety two and forty. God dang. <laughs> that was my new record from last week. Oh, thank God. And that is why he does not drive my car anymore. But so we were we were having to go to the Dollar General to go get ice. Uh, we were at Mom's house. I don't remember what we were doing. It was a, yeah, it was just, it was just like, a party. It was just, it was just or a just a get-together. Yeah. Um, party. So we're going, and Colby, he took he took our, our other little brother out driving and came back. And, and before goes, we get to that, before we get to your story, took Lance out to drive because he Getting he is, that age. Yeah, he is 16, so yeah. like he's getting to the point. Um, and I took him out to Reynolds because I got that little circle that you can, yeah. Um, and so I get him in the car and I'm like, put it in reverse. And so he turns the wheel because he's got to turn the line up. And then he freaking, and I was like, break, 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 break. And so, and I try my hardest to stay really calm. And from what Lance and you have said, I do a pretty good job of that because it's what Grammy did for me. But yeah. he, he, break, like, break, 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 break. And so he breaks, and he was about six inches from hitting the truck behind us. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, um, let's take a breath. That is one thing. Like, we're all getting to an age where, like, eventually, like, we're all getting married. We're going to start having kids. Like, I do not look forward to when my kids are that old. And I'm I'll teach your kids. To drive. Like, I taught Emma how to drive, and um, I taught Emma how to drive, and I think I did a pretty good job because she's a, she's a fairly decent driver, but... I can't. I can't trust my. I can't trust my wife to teach my kids. What's up, baby? What up, fool? We got uh, people coming in for our D and D session. Yeah. So. So. We got Jay and Cam in the building. But Jay, come say something on the podcast, you bum. You ain't been here in a while. Yo, yo, what's up? It's Jamar in the building. You know what that uh, reminded me of? <laughs> Snoop Dogg. No. Do, do you remember this happened uh, two years ago? Uh, we out on Coney Island. Oh. What would you like to say to Joe Byron? <laughs> What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Take me out to dinner. And there's that one guy that's like, yo, if you see these two dogs in your front yard, just know upstairs I'm going hard. <laughs> Bing bong. Bing bong. Yeah. yeah. Joe Byron. <laughs> Joe Byron. But that's so what, that's what we go to the Dollar General check. and we get in the turning lane, right? As I'm like, we're, we're heading home. We're heading back to mom's. And right behind us pulls up a sheriff's deputy. 
And I'm freaking out. And Shelton goes, he goes, man, it's okay. He goes, don't worry. It's okay. Mind you, he's he's now 21, so it's legal for me to, for him to. But I wasn't at the time. He was what, not. What were you so paranoid about? I did he, not want to get He does not over. have his license. I don't have a license. I was not legally permitted to for him to drive yet. You have to be 21. You have to be 21 to let somebody without a uh, hardship drive. Bro, I and I don't even think you can drive without I hardship. I literally never, never No, I broke the law. Rule. Yeah. I but that's never. the only law you broke because you drove the speed limit. Yeah, I was you did very everything cautious. by the book. Um, and so we're driving, and this cop is following us. And maybe he's just running Shelton's plates just to be like, hey, uh, this guy got any active warrants that his car just tags – you know, up to date, whatever. And we get to the turn to mom's. I turn down it. We get inside. Shelton goes, dude, I was freaking out, but I didn't want to tell you I was freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> and I told Chloe, I said, I said, I drove with Shelton. I said, just fine. She, what it was is I was like, okay, I'm going to turn my blinker on here and I'm going to turn in to the road to go to mom's. She goes, okay, you need to slow down and turn your blinker on. We're like two miles back. I said, I don't need to slow down this much just yet. She goes, slow, slow, slow. I'm like, no. So, when we came in, I had slowed down to the point where I had, like, no speed to make that turn. So, I had to give it gas, and that's when I almost hit that stop sign. I said, you had me slow up so much. I said, you, you, like, you're telling me what to do. I said, you, let me, you need to let me feel it out and figure it out. I had to, literally, when I was getting my permit, like, I turned, my papa told me, you want to turn your blink on about a block out. Yeah. And when I got in the car with, like, the person that was doing the test, they said, you don't turn your blinker on until you're 20 feet from where you're turning. And I'm like... I usually do about 50. Yeah, kind of what I was thinking. Like, 50 feet kind of... It kind of depends on the turn. I like. start breaking. See, see, I, I... Exactly like you, I kind of feel it out. I you break for about two seconds, and then I turn the blinker on if I'm breaking for like a five, seven second span. Yeah, I agree. Which has nothing to do with length of travel. <laughs> it's well, that, well, that's strictly what I was like saying. just feeling it out. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, you know where the, by your apartment, sheriff's department. Yeah. Yep. You're not four way right there at the end. Yep. That's exactly so, where you take the test. So literally, like, I'm pull out of the parking lot. And you know, it's not a real long so distance to the stop sign. So you turn immediately. So I pull out and I drive for like three or four seconds flipping on. So it's the entire gotcha. distance. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. He was like, that's the only thing he docked me for. He was like, you turn your blinker on too early. I'm like. That, that's a problem. Like I didn't. Yeah, I've actually gotten in a wreck because somebody turned their blinker on too early. Really? Yeah. There was um. Uh, so you know where that Dollar Tree is, uh, just off of Red Wolf. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So there is a um. A, if you go on Nettleton, there's that bank. Okay. So I was turning on to like turning on to Nettleton to turn at that light on Red Wolf, and there's a, a road right there between the bank and that little, like strip. Um. And somebody had their blinker on for, I kid you not, at least two blocks. My Lord. And so I thought they were turning onto that road. They were turning into the strip. That's so right. I see them turning onto the road. I go, and then so I look to see, and then I'm looking out to, like, turn. I look back, and they're right there, and my fender hit them in their wheel well. Uh, neither one of the cars were, like, real bad messed up. That's happened to me. That happened to me recently. I was at Dodgers getting something, getting a, something to drink for work, and this... This truck had his blinker on the entire road, just like yep. you did, and they they started slowing down. So naturally, exactly. I thought, yep. okay, well they're turning. So anytime I see a car about to turn, I go. Just, yeah, because you've got that. You've time. got that time. So I was like, okay. Well, I pull out, and he speeds up, and then honks at me and almost hits me, and I'm like, I didn't, I I didn't know what to do. So I, I okay, I now understand why that would be a problem. Yeah. 
I never thought of it like that. I was like, in my head, I'm like, with my blinkers on, they have plenty of time to know I'm turning. But that yeah. that does make sense. On like back roads, that's fine yeah. because there's not a whole lot of places to turn. When you start to getting in, into city cities and, and yeah, metropolitan yeah. areas, especially, like that can be a, an issue. Now let me ask: we've we filmed or we've recorded eleven episodes thus far. Correct. Yep. Shelton, we already know your favorite episode is episode six. Yep. What is your favorite episode, Austin? Oh, my favorite episode. It could even be the, the latest one we've released. Man, that yeah, one. Episode 11. So, I had the most fun recording that one. That one, yeah, that has a special place in my heart. Before um, Christ was a fun episode. To but I think my favorite episode is episode four, which is David's a Jerk. David's a Jerk was a I one. think that one's my favorite. I, I think I thoroughly enjoyed episode three, Dawn of Adulting. Okay. That was where we talked about a lot of just random things. Like, yep. we talked about jobs. I think my... my I, I think out of everything that we, we talk about on the show as a whole, work stories just hit really different with me. Because I get to go back and live those funny moments in my... Like, I can visualize those moments as I'm telling them. Well, it's different for you because you have, like, co-workers that listen. I don't... Like, your mom listens and she's a co-worker, yeah. but, like... None of my coworkers that I know I of. I think that's the only coworker I have that listens. Well, like when I worked at Lowe's, I mean, I, a lot of my stories are from Lowe's. A lot of them. Where I work at See, now, I don't have, I mean, I have funny stories, but it's like some of the stuff that gets said during those times, it's like, I'm like, I can't repeat that because I don't do that kind of stuff. See, right. I, I, don't, I just don't have any funny work story. Besides the Larry's Pizza thing, that was really the only one that I had. I, I love the, the straw trailer. I've that, got a lot that, that was funny. Yeah. That was yeah. great. When I listened to that episode back, I laughed so hard. <laughs> or, or you're not a veterinarian. You work for eleven twenty five. Boss, what are I we supposed to do? I saw. I saw him today. Uh, he he. Lives, He's a vet. He's now a veterinarian. He lives in With the neighborhood. Trailer. He lives in the neighborhood that Chloe, or he was in the neighborhood that Chloe Chloe's parents live in. Yeah. And I drove by. I saw him. He's got a mustache now. And I went. I went. That's that kid from that episode. She goes, "What episode?" I said, "The straw trailer." She goes, "Oh, that's him." In terms of like, yes, that's him. You're telling me I could have been seeking out some. <laughs> oh my god, that one was really he funny. Goes, he goes, "Dang." He goes, he goes, man, I've been here for a while. I could be seeking out some monies. I've be <laughs> been looking for money. a straw trailer. <laughs> or I love the, oh, I love when we good. told the the, sto- the the scary stories and. Especially the scary, like, work stories. Like, where all those lights shut off yeah. at Home Depot and you were just in the middle nope. going... Bro, when you was telling that story, like, I like I envisioned The Last of Us. Like, oh, you're yeah. walking in there there's, and, like, just that vision. Like, yeah. There was a day I watched... Uh, I would gotten to that point in, in, like, the first eight or nine seasons of Grey's Anatomy when they have the, uh, the shooter at the hospital. That was rough. That was very rough. Um, and right after that was when the lights went out. And so for a lot of, for like for like a good couple of weeks after watching that episode um, and just the state of our world, I was <laughs> looking at like, nah, bro, not even my box cutter. There was a, on, it was an aisle 13. I still remember the aisle. Aisle 13 right underneath the uh, screwdrivers. There's a thing called a scratch awl, um, which has the, like, the, the handle of um, like a, like a screwdriver, but instead of having like a Phillips or a flathead, it's just got a point. Um, oh, like an ice pick. Exactly like an ice pick. <laughs> okay. Dude, anytime something sketchy was going on, when the lights went out, the first thing I did is I went to 13, grabbed it, put it between my knuckles. I was like, if Shit. anything happens, somebody's getting popped. You're talking about that. All I could imagine was when you said it had a point, 
I was thinking of like a screwdriver, but it was a long thing. And all I could remember was episode two when I told you guys I wanted a sword. And you're like, you're going to have one of those fencing swords. Again, please, please, please. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, my God. I have sat back and I have listened to every episode recently. Yeah. I have not. <laughs> and my, I, I, another favorite moment is I have Stratego. Would anyone like to play Stratego? Would anyone Stratigo? like to play Stratego? That uh, episode is That was the hardest deepest. episode to come up with cover art for because I was trying so hard. I was like, you should have done Nick Casket. That was the one where he said you were dead. I see. I was trying to. I was trying to get over here and offended about that. I was <laughs> he really had, he had a on that one. I was oh, really mad as I said that I was dead. I'm sure you'll say I'm dead on my honeymoon. So yeah, I'm, I just thought about that. I said I'm. Unless it does that mean I got to record by myself? Well, no, because you'll no. be here for him, and then we'll have to figure out how that worked. The, yeah. the laptop while you're gone, though. I'll show you guys. Um, but no, I mean we. We have had a lot of interesting moments. We have had a lot of I have stories. We've I, had our first submission. Yeah, that was cool. We, that was really cool. And here's what's mind blowing me. We've been at this a little six little at six months, and we have already hit over a uh, hundred followers. And we don't like mo- one of the big rules for podcasting is if you don't have a name, don't podcast. There's too many out there. They're not going to, you know, wading through the water to find your podcast. It's just too thick. It's too muddy. If you don't have a name, if you're not a comedian, if you're not, you know, uh, an artist of some sort, if you're not famous already, don't do it. And not only are we not famous, we are also from BFE. Arkansas. Arkansas. Like, and and 100 people. If we are, told you where we were from, you'd be like, where's that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a city. <laughs> yeah, a hundred people already. But I mean, six months. Six. That I mean, I'll say we like had this. exponential growth in two months. We were at yes. forty something. When I so shot is up. good, bro. So let me say I and, no 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 before you ah uh, and I told you guys this after we recorded the episode last week. Oh my god, I gotta tell y'all something, bro. Too. We we saw you know steady you know. I don't want to say minor growth, but we saw like a steady influx. It was it was a minor growth, and then it blew up. And we right got, as soon as we, we hit, got sixty six followers in twenty two days, and as soon as we hit a hundred followers, God released us to to speak for thirty minutes, for say 11. some amazing stuff, move through us, move through this, so that somebody could hear it. I firmly believe that one of those one hundred was supposed to listen to it, and so we weren't released to say what we had to say. We weren't given the thoughts. God didn't move through us in the way he did until that one or however many from that 100 were were, were there and ready. Were and ready. able to, yep. to find Cause, it. Because check this out. We was talking about clapping and I, my, my wife actually listened to the episodes. I feel bad that, she, that I said this. <laughs> the one episode I blast her, she listens. I'm like, dang. But you asked me what clapping meant and I told you my interpretation was it resembles the sound of thunder and lightning. So, I told you that I went on that trip with Jake Bateman. Yep. For episode eleven, referencing yep, him back, yep, yep. and um, she had actually he had actually come to preach at our church, and we had went out to eat with him. Right. Wings to go. Well, they while we was ordering, they were sitting there just kind of talking. She was telling them about it, and uh, she asked him, "What does clapping mean?" And he said that he's he's looked into it, and when the Lord gives you the authority to clap. What that does is when you clap, he releases the angels reserved for whatever that particular moment is in that particular time. So when you're given the authority to clap, it's because he has like a like in that scenario, 
the the devil or spirit, whatever we called right. it, that was in my in the back room. Had the Lord had already angel had angels ready. He was just waiting on her release, the clap, to send yeah. the angels to protect. God had already assigned the 500 first. Bro. She just called My arm got goosebumps Dude, when she said that. it was. That's when sick. she said that, I was like, Bro. whoa. It's sick. I, I looked at it, I go, that was hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was hot. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> last night at, yeah. that, at that, uh, that service we went to, I'm on the platform at our church just about every service. Yeah. And so I don't get to spend much time worshiping next I to I felt so good being able to be Yes, there. worshiping next to Alexis. It felt so good to be able to raise both of my hands. Just that. Like ugh. And I was just I was just taking in every moment. But what one thing I didn't realize was how much I missed hearing Alexis worship and speak in tongues. Yeah. She spoke in tongues and I was like that's hot. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, not only does that just make me happy and, like, tear up and, like, fills my spirit and, like, like that just that feels good and makes me feel good, but, like, also you're really, really <laughs> sexy, right? <laughs> you, guys, yeah. you guys know me and Chloe had some stuff going on. Yeah. Which, you know, we got good news yesterday. Yeah. Uh, good and bad, but it was mostly good. And Wednesday night, you know, I've, I've told I've just kept a strong uh, head on what's happening. And I said, I said, God's good. I said, God's got us. Yeah. And, you know, mom t- mom talked to me about some stuff and things were going on. I looked down at her and I said, I got to go pray. And, dude, I went in that corner and I just started. Dude, you weep. broke. I started. I watched him and I was like. And she, dude, when she, I felt her, like, get behind me and it just flooded me. There is nothing in the world that is more powerful. And it sounds weird when I say it, but there's nothing to me. That is more powerful than when I'm praying and I feel my wife's hands touch yes. me. Yes, dude, women are so powerful. Well, I think it's also you know it says it's, it says in, in the book of Matthew where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am amidst them. Yeah. And I really feel like because a marriage is a unity under God. It is a when a man and a wife take that that bond and they make that wedlock, it makes their connection that much stronger. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like when the three of us get together and we pray, man, it's strong. But when you and your partner that have become one, I think that that prayer could outmatch you and your wife's prayer could outmatch the three of us praying. Yeah. I agree because of that that significant bond between the two of you. And there's always, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. But yes, I I agree. There is nothing like y'all. You, I mean, we live off that statement. Um, what's up? What's up? <laughs> We all we've all heard that statement like behind every behind every great man is a strong woman or something like that. I think every strong man is a great woman. So yeah, yeah. either one works. Yeah, whatever way. And I I believe that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. I am not the person I am, which I probably haven't said it much, but like the amount of the amount of counseling sessions that my wife has put me through as pastor has I'm only here because of that stuff right. because she made me better. Because yeah. if I did what I want to do, I'd still be an idiot. Me and Jay was talking about it yesterday. We was like, uh, somebody said that um, they wanted to go into hoe mode. And me and, me oh. and Jay said, me and Jay goes, shoot, we have experience in that. Jay goes, I've been delivered. I've been delivered. <laughs> I've been delivered. Oh, my yeah. gosh. No, that no, hoe mode button has been turned off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we all have experience in that. Yeah. Well, I just, I don't know, like. God, y'all got me moving. I, I yeah, we gotta, we gotta stop. I could talk for another two hours. Yeah, I know, let me tell you, listen. I, I 
fervently believe that this podcast was intended for this. Yes. For us to be able... We, your mom the other night said that she wanted this to be her release. Yep. I believe that this... This is our release, dude. I believe it. I firmly believe that when we get together... Because you just talked about a bond, okay? Yep. We are, we are friends outside of this, outside yep. of this realm. But when we get in here and we get together and we talk and we and we learn each other, we create a tighter bond that this is going to, this, our bond is going to outlast us. Yeah. Yep. You know, and I firmly believe, like, I am so grateful for this, the opportunity to be able to talk with you guys, to learn you guys even more than I thought that I did. And I'm excited to be able to talk and learn our audience. Me too. Like, yeah. we are going to, not only is this bond between us three, but, like, this bond is going to grow to them and we're going to be... We're gonna be this for them and vice versa. Because like, just wait till we get video and you can see our faces. Yeah, that's when it's gonna get fun, dude. I, season one has been has been phenomenal, and I have loved every moment of it. I'm yeah. excited for season two and the things that we have. I slammed. the only thing about season one that I wish was different was when we had Jay. He talked more. It's the only thing that I wish. That's all right. He's still here, so. Jay. I, th- I told Jay, I said, bro. Season two. I said, bro, why didn't you talk? I said, you're making me look stupid up here. He said. Talk about freaking zombies. I don't know nothing. Season <laughs> two. So, Jay speaks. Here's, here's, here's the thing. One. When, when three semi-grown men was, was being no, thought the, up. And he does talk. <laughs> when this podcast was being thought up, there was originally five of us. There was yeah. five of us. Um, and then it came down to where Jay Jay was busy. Yeah. So it came down to four of us. And then our fourth member, we had, wasn't really a falling out. We just all saw we things just differently. We different ways. And so next thing you know. It became the three of us, and you know Jay is still part of three semi-grown men as an alternate, or even as just an, an extra addition to the team. Of course. Um, and when he came on the episode, I, I think he got told like twenty-five minutes before we got he, there. Yeah. Uh, well, I told him the night before, and I was like, think of some stories, and he was like, okay, I'll do something. And then like woke and he up, did nothing. Woke up that morning, and he was like, what was the topic again? Oh my! I'm gosh. like, bro. We talked about this yesterday. Season one has been a blast. Yeah. I've, um, I've enjoyed it so much, bro. I didn't think that I was going to enjoy this as much as I have. And I'm actually bummed that we're taking a break. Yeah. I told Chloe, I said, I'm going to hate not recording. And she goes, sleep in, stupid. And I was like, okay. We've got big things in the work. This will help we us do. with our transition period. So. Yeah. It's, it, it's going to be good. I'm excited, man. I hope that you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have. Um, I know I have enjoyed it more than I thought I would, just like you said. And it's been – I've enjoyed it, man. I, You asked me what my favorite. I really don't know if I have one. Like, they were all – it was all really, really fun. Yeah. I mean, from, from work stories to horror stories to praising our women and praising our Lord. I mean, we've, we, we've checked every box I can think of. I, uh, and I just got to write down some more for the next season. To see there there is off. not one aspect of our lives that I don't think we invited you in. Yeah. I mean, I really don't. All so. right, guys, well – Thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in for, for season one. Uh, we're going to take a, a, a little bit of a hiatus, a little brief uh, sabbatical, if you will, um, and then we'll be jumping back in in a few weeks. We'll, we'll make a post to let you guys know when the next episode um, is going to drop. Until then, thank you all for listening, um, and you've got 11 other episodes to go listen to. Yes, so. please, please, please go check out episode one through 11 on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. We appreciate all the support that we've received up to this point, and we look forward to uh, what's going to come next. Yep. And guys, if you have any stories, any questions, 
any jokes or you know if there's any aspects and different perspectives you have about faith or life itself please don't be afraid to submit them to our email Shelton 3sgm2022 at gmail.com or you can DM us on any of our socials and we will either talk to talk about them during season 2 on one of our lives or potentially just make an additional post and just yeah make it up but as always guys it has been a blast we love you we appreciate you and we'll see you all in season 2 alright peace peace, peace.